Hey there, welcome to the Elopement Podcast, the first ever wedding planning podcast dedicated entirely to couples who are ditching tradition and instead choosing what speaks to them most. I'm Ruth Ann Z, an intimate wedding and elopement photographer, and guess what? I eloped too. I get it. Everything that you're feeling, I've been there. I created this podcast to share with you all of the nitty gritty that comes with eloping, from picking the perfect location, navigating any fears you might have, and planning the most kick-ass day of your life. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to get started, so let's go. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Elopement Podcast. Um, You may have noticed, if you've been here from the beginning, that I kind of have been MIA for the past few weeks. And that's largely due to the fact that when I get into um, pretty intense like thinking sessions and processing sessions and inspiration sessions, like most creative people do from time to time, I tend to lose the ability to continue to create in other avenues because I'm so overwhelmed with everything else that I'm feeling. So I've been working on some stuff. I'm really excited about it. You'll notice that we got a new logo. Um, The new logo now says, Elope for the Planet, the Elopement Podcast, and that is because there is a really big, amazing project that I'm going to be working on with a dear friend of mine soon. So stay tuned. We'll kind of keep you updated on that. But today's episode is titled, The Power of Elopements, and Honestly, this is this episode is a little bit different than the episodes that I've put out previously. Um, like I said, I've been going through this like growth spurt where I'm feeling super inspired and also just super drained at the same time from all of the processing and thinking and evaluating that I've been doing. And a lot of that has been kind of working through my why. Like I know why I do what I do internally, but communicating that with other people and really discerning what that looks like and and how to articulate that into words has been something that I've always struggled with. Um, And recently I've kind of I've kind of found how to deliver that better and more effectively, Um, and that is what this episode is. It is 11.08. I am sitting on the floor of my bathroom um, speaking into my microphone after writing the blog post that correlates with this episode and feeling so empowered and so inspired, which is ironic because that is a huge portion of today's topic. Um, So without further ado, I just want to say one last thing. To all the couples who are listening to this, like I want you to know that even if you can't bring me along on your day, I encourage you to find somebody that feels this way. I encourage you to find somebody that tells you this, whether it's in a blog post or in an initial email um, or in some sort of brand messaging without you asking. I encourage you to find somebody that believes this so much that they shout it from the rooftops. And to all of the photographers out there who are listening because they know you exist because you tell me that you do, I just want to encourage you to be this person too. I want to encourage you to find a way to empower your couples on a different level beyond just wanting to shoot at beautiful places with gorgeous people. Um, This is something that's so near and dear to my heart. And so I'm really, really hopeful that this resonates with you and that you feel um, honestly empowered by it. So without wasting any more words, um, as always, this 
episode, I was going to say this blog post, this episode has a blog post that correlates with it. And you can find that by going to ruthanzi.com slash blog. Um, and again, I'm really, really excited about this one. I just, it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm feeling feeling jazzed. So to start off, I believe in marriage and I believe in commitment and I believe in empowerment. And those are three things that are very prominent in who I am and and the things that I put energy into. Um, I've said it before and I will say it again and again and again that marriage is literally the coolest thing I have ever been a part of. I'm so insanely grateful for the journey of walking through life with my amazing husband and I'm grateful for the safe harbor that he is. Um, He provides a ton of inspiration and gives me some real great reality checks when I need them, Um, which if you know me in real life, you know that that is necessary. Um, Marriage is not easy, and it's not because of the things that people always say. There's a lot of older generation people who will say things along the lines of like, marriage is so hard because... You have no idea who you are yet when you're young or marriage is so hard because it's difficult to share space with somebody. Um, Don't get me wrong. We totally fight and we have hard days, but honestly, it is not hard to love my husband. That is that is the best part about it. Like loving him is so simplistic to me because he's so wonderful. And I know that not everybody has it that simple. Um, but what is hard for me is to understand why he loves me, why he's committed to the life that we're building and why on earth I was the one who was trusted with his heart. That is the hard thing about marriage. Um, and I really believe that part of the reason that those are our struggles is because of the foundation that we were empowered to have before we got here. And I'm going to kind of get to that in a little bit, but the toughest thing for me is seeing myself fail the person that I love most in this world. And beyond that is when he grabs my hand and picks me up and says, I love you anyway, in spite of how you fail me, which of course he never actually says those words. But his actions do. And like I said, it's literally the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. Um, So while I love marriage and I love everything that it comes with, I have a really hard time wrapping my brain around modern day 250 person weddings um I even have a hard time understanding weddings of 150 people when I was in high school or even younger than that um the movie Bride Wars came out and that's the one with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson and they're they are best friends and fight over you know who gets to get married at the plaza in June on this specific date and it's this whole thing about like weddings and how wrapped up they are in them and how they lose sight of their friendship because of their wedding. But the way that they preface the story, both of these girls are so attached to their weddings and they're connected to a certain specific idea. And for me, I never felt that. And I always felt like I was supposed to just because of the way that it was portrayed. Um, you know, you've got all of these rom-coms that, that were constantly fed and it just kind of felt like I was supposed to feel a certain way. Um, but when I met Dimitri and I knew that he was my person, the idea of having a wedding like that and inviting so many people into such a personal space, um, to witness such personal vows and commitment, it did not sound fun to me at all. To be honest with you, it sounded completely and entirely emotionally exhausting, distracting, and counterintuitive to the point of what we were there for, which was marriage and each other. So, 
there was this like total disconnect in my brain where I was like, wait, this is a super intimate, awesome connection that I'm supposed to be making this commitment to the person that I love most, but I'm supposed to have 150 people watching me. Like that just didn't make sense to me. And it wasn't because I didn't love the people. It was because those people weren't going to be present in my life day in and day out. They weren't going to be the people, like I'm not going to call 150 people when we're having a hard day. I'm going to call my mom or I'm going to call my sister or I'm going to call my sister-in-law. Like those are the people who are going to be there. Um, I firmly believe that who we are changes based on who we are around. And I know that for me, at the very least, having a large wedding with so many guests to cater to would have had a negative impact on my personal authenticity. I don't know if you notice this, but whenever I go to weddings and they write their own vows and there's a lot of people, I always notice the way that they are written for the audience instead of each other. And this isn't to say that every wedding is like that and that everybody is as inauthentic as I am implying. This is only to say that more often than not, I find it very difficult to truly, truly, truly believe the vows that people say because so much of them are focused on making people laugh or getting a reaction. Um, I think that there is a really fine line to walk between having people as your witnesses, and I'm definitely a believer of accountability, um, and also having unnecessary noise on a very important day. To top that off, I also think that there are ways to acknowledge and say thank you to the people who have helped you become who you are so that you can be your best version of yourself for your person that don't necessarily involve hosting a massive wedding. Um, I mean, as a society, we've shifted the focus from commitment to hosting a party out of expectation um, because it's just what you do. And in the end, people aren't really sure who they're married to or why they did it, which, again, is not the case for everybody. But I see this all the time. I am in so many Facebook groups just because of the nature of my business, where I watch brides spend months of their lives stressing over a single day, fighting with their future spouse, arguing with their families, and spending like a small fortune, literally a fortune, on details that in 20 years just won't freaking matter. To me, there was a clear solution for what we really wanted and how to accomplish it. And while I know I'm a pretty rational person and I find it easy to separate like my expectations and desires from what others might be expecting of me, I know that's not the case for everybody. I know that there's a lot of people that have a hard time letting go of what their quote-unquote dream day mentality um, is, that it's kind of difficult to just release all of these expectations that you've held on to for so many years. But um, if you are struggling to feel confident in your choice to elope, this is for you. And if you're on the edge without a preference either way, this is for you. And if you've got friends in these shoes, either pair, this is for you to pass along to them. For me, elopements provide so many powerful opportunities and I want to share them with the world in hopes of bringing the focus back to why we even get married to begin with. So let's break this down. Here is why I believe in elopements. Firstly, I believe that empowerment breeds empowerment. What does that even mean? So many people ask me that. It's kind of like my catchphrase and people are like, what does that mean? Well, for me, I think empowerment is a cycle that starts with someone saying yes to a challenge or something different and then being encouraged by the people around them, whether they are family, friends, strangers, foes, whatever. 
Regardless, empowerment starts with you standing up and saying, this is what I want to do, and somebody coming alongside you and empowering and encouraging you to continue doing that. Imagine this. Instead of telling couples who get married young that they'll never be happy because they'll change and grow and evolve over the next five years, what if instead we told them that their commitment to another person was inspiring? What if we told them that their dedication to each other was remarkable? What if we told them that it's okay to want to grow up together, that you can grow together and not apart? Can you imagine the change that would take place in young marriages? For me, I was 21 when we got engaged, and while I'm a total old soul, I cannot tell you how many bitter and unhappy people told me I was making a huge mistake simply because they regretted theirs. It was none of their business, and to be honest, their unsolicited advice only created negative energy within that season of me wanting to prove everyone wrong. I found myself angry in a season that I should be seeking joy. We're not even talking about yet the way that I felt when people told me that my planned elopement was invalid. We're not even there yet. I made it through this season just fine because I'm hard-headed, and as a couple, we always had our sights set on the end goal. But what about the people who are more easily influenced? Who need more encouragement? I look at elopements as an opportunity for myself and other vendors and people close to eloping couples to empower and encourage other couples to seek the wedding day of their dreams, whatever it looks like. Because in spite of people who thought it was necessary to talk down on my choice to be married at 21 and elope, there were people all around us who chose to encourage and empower us, and that made a bigger impression on me than they will ever know. I cannot get into the minds of every outspoken person who has no business giving opinions to people who don't ask, but I can take a stand where I am now and be at least one voice of encouragement, positivity, and light. So again, my first point is that empowerment breeds empowerment. My second reason why I believe that elopements are powerful is that with empowerment comes the ability to be more intentional. When, you, when your focus is shifted from making choices to please others because you know they'll support you regardless, you can get back to the basics and dive into why you're here. For us personally, our elopement, while it was somewhat planned, was always about us and what would be most authentic to our love story and commitment. We got married on top of a mountain at sunrise, overlooking the places that we spend the most time in, that we love the most, with the people who mean the most to us. We wrote our vows to be personal and honest, knowing that the people we invited as witnesses would deeply appreciate the genuine commitment we were making. I mean, our moms were there. What else does a mother want to hear than their children making heartfelt, authentic, genuine commitments to the people that they love most? There were no jokes except for one by me, sorry, written for the audience, Um, There were no overly poetic lines written to outshine the last set of vows our guests heard, and it was just us, plain and simple. It was beautiful. I do want to clarify that these things can be achieved without eloping. There are many incredible intimate weddings out there that maintain these elements, and I'm so proud of the couples who fight for their right to these attributes during this season. But I have seen firsthand how much easier it is to get here when you cut out all of the noise that comes from the unnecessary input. And I've seen how much harder it is to maintain that balance when all you have is other people's opinions in your ears. Thirdly, 
Once you've been empowered to be intentional, you will feel so energized and sparked with passion to give the same gift to somebody else. So remember how I said empowerment breeds empowerment? Empowerment breeds intentionality. Intentionality breeds the inspiration to be empowering other people. And when you empower other people, you're only empowering somebody else to do the exact same thing that you just did. Whether it's someone who is eloping as well, or someone who is trying to decide where to go to school, or someone who is considering a big life change, whatever it is, you will feel inspired to pass on the empowerment that was bestowed upon you. And this is something that I see in all of my couples who are empowered to get married, elope, have an intimate wedding, whatever the heck they want to do their way. The reason that I find that this is true is because empowerment is contagious. In a world where we are all encouraged to be our best selves, there is always a but at the end of every sentence that is supposed to encourage us. We're taught to be our most authentic, true souls, and yet no one actually means it. We're raised as children in a world of chase your dreams that as soon as we get to high school shifts to do what's practical by society's standards. Get married, but only when you're 27, have gone to college, dated at least three people seriously, and know who you are. And I laugh every single time I hear something to that extent because it's just not realistic. We are not robots. We are not people who are poured into molds meant to be exactly like other people before us. We are unique individuals, and our lives should reflect that, and the people around us should empower us to reflect that. When someone breaks the pattern, like our family did for us, you will feel so excited to do the exact same. Personally, we felt the most alive and the most us, and I believe that you will feel the most alive and the most you that you've ever felt. I think that you will long to share that with the people around you as well. You'll share that with your siblings, your friends, your future children, and can you imagine what the world would look like full of imaginative, empowered kids that grow up to be imaginative, empowered adults? I get chills when I think about the lasting implications of empowerment versus discouragement. They are big. So elopements for me provide the opportunity to be empowered, inspire intentionality, and in turn, empower others. That is why I believe in them and why I always will. If you need a little bit of empowerment in your life, if you need some encouragement, if you need somebody to say you've got this, email me. I don't care how silly it might seem. I don't care if it's not even about your wedding or your elopement. I promise to respond. I promise to encourage you and help you chase whatever dream it is that you are after. This is the power of elopements, and I believe in it. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Elopement Podcast. If you'd like to connect outside of this podcast, just shoot me an email. You can do that at theelopementpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit me online at, you guessed it, www.theelopementpodcast.com.